0: Merely expecting something to happen will not make it happen. Young children have difficulties distinguishing between the subjective words in their head and the outer objective world. It turns out that many adults continue to engage in various forms of magical thinking. For many of us, it is difficult to let go of the idea that expecting something to happen will make it happen. Human beings have a natural tendency to pin their hopes for happiness on fulfilled expectations. There's nothing wrong with this in and of itself as long as we have good reasons to believe that fulfilling an expectation will make us happy and we take the necessary steps towards fulfilling those expectations. Good reasons might include us knowing from past experience that certain things make us happy. The problem of expectation occurs when we expect something to happen without good reason for that expectation, if I believe that my expectation alone will bring me what I want, I'm using magical thinking and setting myself up for disappointment. Many of us at some point have mistakenly believed that expecting other people to behave the way we want them to behave will actually make them behave that way. One member of a couple might expect the other to make coffee. This is fine and good if the other person is happy to do so, but what happens if the other person has no interest in living up to that expectation? You feel shocked, morally morally indignant, and even resentful. Expectations are premeditated resentments. Expecting life to always turn out the way you want is guaranteed to lead to disappointment because life will not always turn out the way you want it to. And when those unfulfilled expectations involve a failure of other people to behave the way you expect them to, the disappointment also involves resentment. Where do we get this sense of power to think that Merely expecting others to behave the way we want them to will make them behave that way and what entitles us to get angry at other people when they fail to meet our expectations. Let go of expectations and find something to be grateful about. Even when things do not turn out the way you hoped, and you will experience serenity rather than resentment. Expectation is what Buddha said is the source of suffering. Yes, expecting too much causes suffering, but expecting too little does too. Expectation isn't some tact on human fallibility. It is central to all human and, indeed, all living behavior. Without noticing it, you may be suffering from a myriad of ways in which the expectations can undermine your life. They plague your daily life, causing you to be irritable, disappointed, and disillusioned many times. They lead you to say unkind words, act unskillfully, or make poor decisions expectations are so insidious that you can persist in maintaining them even after you have clear evidence that they are unfounded. What is most amazing is that despite the suffering caused by your expectations, you hardly notice them most of the time. Sure, there may be a few big ones you are somewhat aware of, but even so, you only sort of notice them, you do not act towards freeing yourself from their tyranny. Plus, there are countless smaller ones you never notice at all. It is only when you feel acute disappointment that you have any awareness of having been possessed by expectations. But for each of these moments of acute disappointment, You have experienced many hours of dissatisfaction, impatience, and tension that you never realized arise from your expectations. So, can you let go of any shame of inferiority you might feel because you have a lot of failed expectations? You must penetrate the nature of expectations. Observe how they manifest themselves in your life and be able to access another way of approaching the future. Expectations are almost always the result of what in Buddhism is called wanting mind. This wanting mind is driven by desire, aversion, and anxiety. It creates an illusion of solidity and control in a world That is constantly changing and unfolds independently of how we believe it should. Knowing this, how do you proceed? How can you free yourself from expectations? In mindful meditation, you always start with what is true in the present moment. You use discernment to know what is true, but you do not fall into judgment, which is another form of expectation and one of the most tyrannical. One distinction is critical for you to understand if you are to work with expectations, the difference between expectations and possibilities. Expectations assume a certain result and are future-based. They actually narrow your options, They retard your imagination and blind you to possibilities. They create pressure in your life and hold your present sense of well-being hostage to a future that may or may not happen. Expectations create rigidity in your life and cause you to react impulsively to any perceived threat. The future you believe you deserve. Can you feel how enslaving that is to you? It would be one thing if, in fact, you could control the future, but is that the case? I suspect not. To deny the truth of life is a fool's errand and is costly to your well being, in contrast to expectations. Possibilities are based in the present moment, where you are alive to the mystery of life. You live as fully as you can in the present moment based on your values, which reflect your preferences for the future, but you do not assume that the future will come to pass because you realize that the future is unknown. Being open to possibilities, acknowledges that what you may think you want changes with time, or that there is another future that will bring you equal or more happiness, or that the future may turn bleak, or that you may die before any future can unfold. Real joy then is that which is available to you right now. Living a life that is open to possibilities is more like a request, a prayer, or an act of witnessing your faith in life. Your well-being is not contingent on the future. Your mind is open and inspired in this moment. You, therefore, have more access to imagination and intuition. Your mind is clear and less reactive, and you make better decisions, you actually respond rather than react to life as it unfolds. When you are not real with yourself, it is impossible to be authentic with others. When you are in denial of the existence of your expectations, you limit the possibility of actively participating in the truth of your life in every single moment. And preclude accessing the power of the love of those close to you. It can sound so hip or advanced to lay claim to be beyond expectations, but if you look closely, you will see that what you are really doing is denying yourself access to possibilities. The stories of most of our great spiritual teachers are not about ease and glory, or about having all of their expectations met. Rather, they are about patience, endurance, sacrifice, and unconditional love. This is not to say that extreme pain and harsh self-denial are to be considered inevitable, for that would be yet another expectation, a negative one. Instead, The call is to be in the present moment, whether or not the situation meets your expectations. To truly be in the moment, not to be defined by expectations, requires mindful clarity. A heart conditioned by love, compassion, and empathic joy for self and others, and equanimity that allows you to receive life however it unfolds. This may seem like an inconceivable challenge, but it can be your goal. It can be your beacon through the fog of your life. Most important, it can inspire and orient you how to live in the moment. You simply lay aside your expectations as best as you are able. You may be surprised when you discover how much choice you have in letting go of expectations. All life involves suffering. Suffering is caused by ignorance, craving, and aversion. Attachment to desire to have or to not have and to ignorant views creates expectations. Suffering can be transcended. Desire is not the problem, the attachment is. Learn to play with desire and expectations by detaching from the outcome. Now that is your secret.